This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We're hoping that with continued pressure on the federal government, uh, that changes will be made. That was Richmond Mayor Malcolm Brody. He was speaking on this program. He's asking the federal government to change immigration laws to stop what is perceived to be a loophole when it comes to Canadian citizenship. Now, um, according to the latest statistics, about 5,000 babies were born to non-residents in Canada in 2018-2019. Newborns in this country are automatically granted Canadian citizenship, but practice many refer to as birth tourism. Now, after we had that that conversation with Malcolm Brody, Richard Curland, who is an immigration lawyer and policy analyst, reached out and said, ah, wait a minute, I take a f- some issue with some things that were said. So we thought, well, come on the show and let us know what, uh, what you take issue with. And Richard Curland is with us now. Thank you so much for being here. A pleasure. Uh, so when you heard the mayor of Richmond say he wants a crackdown, he wants it so you're not automatically a Canadian citizen unless, say, one of your parents is a Canadian citizen. You have to have some connection to this country. What's your response to that? Well, I, I tried reaching out to his office in the last day or two, but uh, his numbers are just plain wrong. Even Immigration Canada raised an eyebrow, and I have here the Statistics Canada data for 2016. And we're not talking about a lot of people. It's for all of Canada, 313 babies were born out of 385,000. And the Immigration Canada senior management reports the discrepancies in numbers by the two data sources is the reason why uh, data the mayor's relying on is absolutely wrong. And here's why. The mayor is relying on data that includes babies born to international students, foreign workers, protected persons like refugees. Uh, And I'd add to that that uh, under B.C. MSP rules, you don't get B.C. MSP coverage for the first 90 days. So you get all of those births lumped into uh, the data that Mayor Brody's uh, uh, using. And it's kind of not his fault because the nonprofit institute responsible for generating that data is not an immigration institute. It's kind of a medical services information institute that's not for immigration policy purposes, but for medical analysis. So at the end of the day here, all of Canada, except Quebec, over 300 births, take off that number 10% of the births to First Nations because BC hospitals are very often the nearest hospital to the band. And so this, in reality, is a local Richmond problem. You've got prenatal care services being offered by Richmond-based businesses And those prenatal care services can be licensed by Richmond to put a stop to a Richmond problem. We don't have to amend the Citizenship Act or the Immigration Act 
I've seen this pop up uh, because of um, a Richmond publication uh, years ago and because of the importance of the Richmond riding. The members of Parliament brought it to standing committee where this whole thing was debunked in a day. So the numbers aren't there. you got a problem in Richmond. Find a Richmond solution. The answer is in zoning. Uh, and hit them big. If they want to offer prenatal care accommodation, they should be in the same package as hospitals offering prenatal care. And that should drive up the cost for these commercial entities to stave off the flow of um, uh, passport babies. Right. And I guess one of the, the issues or that the mayor brings forward as well, is that what you're talking about? People that are offering these short-term stays at these prenatal homes that offer prenatal, postnatal care, but also the strain, he says, it puts mm. on the hospital. And I agree. I, come on, we want every advantage, every benefit to Canada as humanly possible. If there's an illicit prenatal care services being offered by Richmond, uh, put a stop to it. Maybe for money purposes, ask your province for help. Knock on the door of those uh, uh, local MPs and ask them uh, for uh, Ottawa's help in resourcing the zoning and regulation and enforcement that's required for Richmond. Yeah, I don't see this happening anywhere else in the country. So (laughs) we don't need to change our national laws to accommodate one municipality in British Columbia. Uh, we have talked about stories in the past, though, because Canada is not the only country that offers automatic citizenship or birth citizenship. But but mm. we have talked about even people at the U.S. border being turned back because women to being turned back because they're pregnant. Uh, is there a, a, is there a role here for customs in that if you're arriving in Canada with no ties to the country and you're noticeably pregnant that you don't be that you're not admitted? You bet there is two two slick points. Is one is. They don't get them because they're pregnant. They're getting them because they falsely stated the intention behind their visit. So you're not coming to go to Niagara Falls. You're going to give birth. And saying you're coming as a tourist is flat out wrong. We can do the same in Canada. And the second thing is, if you want the, uh, the 101, when an infant departs Vancouver International Airport, have a peek at the passport. If it's a newborn, let's say they're from a country like China, and you see the city of birth Vancouver, just pick up the phone, give a heads up to the kind people in Beijing Airport, and say that, oh, by the way, under your law, uh, you can't be a dual national. So this, this family's coming in with a potential Canadian here. Why don't you ask them to choose between Chinese citizenship or Canadian citizenship and let them make their choice on the spot? If they want to be Canadian and not uh, Chinese, bye-bye free education, health care, and accommodation subsidized. Uh, you'll kill this business overnight if you just use your head and uh, get some quick policy-making on the ground. Yeah, uh, kudos to the mayor for bringing the issue to the public, and I hope resources flow like a river of gold from Ottawa and Victoria into Richmond. But the solution is plain simple. Prenatal care services, accommodation, zone it and make it go away. So um, you make an interesting point. So with that Canadian passport, so if a newborn's heading back, and we'll use China as the example, uh, born in Vancouver, so would, they, would they not be checking for that, though, when that family's going back into China? Nope. There's no reason. They're right. Chinese citizens. 
on a Chinese and, passport. And the baby wouldn't need a passport or wouldn't have a Chinese passport? Would not. They would have a Chinese passport. And uh, it's common as uh, Vancouver rain to see Chinese passports issued by the Chinese consulate here uh, because the child is a Chinese citizen. Uh, they, they don't claim Canadian citizenship while they're here. They can, but it takes a long time. Uh, they can claim years later, and, and we've all been looking for data. What happens if they do 18 years later? That's <laughs> my question. <laughs> yeah. well, we're not paying for their education, so all of a sudden they, they, their English is perfect enough to go to universities here? They can get jobs here? No. The reality check says it just doesn't happen. The data clearly does not demonstrate any trend, never mind a trend, any trend, uh, that uh, this flow is trampolining back to Canada. This is all theoretical. So then what's the point, though, if people are coming here to have their babies born here so that they can apply and become Canadian citizens, mm. what's the point if they never come back and do that? Well, it's, a, it's an insurance move, and, and I like it, uh, because what if things go sideways in uh, China or any other country? You want an insurance passport, normally not for your family. You also want uh, the equivalent passport for your capital to get out of Dodge if things go wacko. Uh, so I, I understand the need, but what are the numbers? Uh, don't forget, Canada Canadians do the same thing in other countries like the United States. And I have a feeling, if you actually parse the data, that there's going to be more than 300 Canadian citizens who cross the U.S. border so that their child can become an American citizen. So we're not uh, entirely without sin. We shouldn't be throwing stones too fast. And you can do, then you can do that. It's the same type rule if you were to have a baby in the States? Yep, same. All right. And, and so this is it. So nice try, guys. But uh, there's no need to amend our citizenship laws. What I, my, my political t twinge is someone's come up with an issue that makes the pulse race. Foreigners are getting away for something. We've got to get tougher. Well, the data's not there. I don't want to say false news, but it's, it's a data that is twisted. Uh, and was never collected for the um, uh, purpose uh, that it's being used for today by Mayor Brody. All right. Well, Richard, I appreciate uh, you uh, joining this conversation and uh, reaching out and uh, being available to come on the show today and talk about this. Thank you so much. Always an honor and a pleasure. Thank you.